Podcast! It is me, Shay, stuck in the woods of Connecticut and still on the wagon against uh, my better judgment and everybody else's bets against me on the Twitter. Thanks a lot, you selfish pricks. I have still not had a drink or a drug outside of my prescribed medication. Um, it's, you know, it's going, it's tough. But every day longer that I stay sober, I just keep imagining how awesome the relapse is going to be. It's going to be fucking monumental. It might be across the country. It might be a transatlantic. I don't know. Shit could get weird. I might end up in Asia. But for now, I ain't. We got, uh, we got a hell of a show tonight. It's just me. Hammer Day Tejas is on a business trip doing business shit or whatever the fuck. Nobody cares. Uh, but he's not here, more importantly. So it's time to start trolling him on the Twitter. I hate messages, preferred, but uh, just troll the shit out of him, at Hammer Day Tejas. Um, headlines. Got a bunch of headlines. NFL, Nick fucking Saban, NFL playoffs, all that other shit. With a little bit about Jim Harbaugh being a Michigan man. Twitter and plagiarism and billionaires. Jewish tunnels. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel and uh, the migrant crisis as uh, dictated through the eyes and mouth of a Yankee. Uh, First things first, Nick fucking Saban, y'all. Nick Saban is gonzo. Nick Saban is retiring from roll fucking tide. First off, imagine being a hardcore tide fan. I mean, like the kind of tide fan where nothing else matters but Bama football. That's all that matters. And you had a hell of a year, hell of a year coaching that team that Saban had. Honestly, swear to fucking Christ, I believe that. From losing to Texas to making the playoffs, beating Joe. I mean, big, big year for Saban. And for him to go out here, I mean, he could have, anytime he would have retired, it'd be a big fucking deal. And, and the breadth of his work and the length of his career and all that shit is going to be talked about ad nauseum. But leaving now, seemingly with Bama in such a good position, who in the world is going to follow him? Who on earth is going to follow him? I mean, who do you think? Right? You got you got Dabo, Dabo. You got Dabo Sweeney, who is obvious, but I think, I don't know if he can even handle the NIL players getting paid shit. Like welcome to Bama motherfucker. Lane Kiffin is, is something. Uh, they said James Franklin, there's no fucking chance in hell. Um, Butch, there's no chance in hell. Butch is doing it. Maybe Norvell. Um, I mean, let's look up the fucking odds. Actually, let's look up the odds. Motherfucker. All right. This is all live. This is all live. Uh, Alabama replacement. <laughs> Somebody just said, can we get a Nick Saban, Tommy Tuberville uh, <laughs> Republican primary in the state of Alabama? I mean, that dude could be senator or governor tomorrow. That, I mean, that's what I would do if I'm Nick Saban. I mean, Saban replacement odds. Who cares? He could be fucking. He could secede. He could secede from the union. He, I mean, that would be. I'd move to Bama. Dan Lanning, who has a $20 million million buyout. Okay, John. With a buyout of $20 fucking million. 
Bios don't matter. You know what? We shouldn't even talk about bios. They don't matter. Boosters are going to pass the fucking hat. They don't give a shit. A bio could be $100 million. Doesn't matter. If they want who they want, and they're going to get who they fucking want. Dan Lanning has the shortest odds right now at plus 300. Ooh, Johnny boy. About to be a sad night. Uh, Sweeney, plus 350. Norvell, plus 450. James Franklin, plus 650. No chance in hell. That's going to fucking happen. Um, man, Lanning. They are really talking about Lanning here, John. Ooh-wee. I'm actually, I'm not totally worried about it. Because if you were to go, obviously tragedy. But, like, this is a program that propped up Mark fucking Helfrich and went to a natty. I realize they had Marietta, but I think there's an infrastructure there that like we could get somebody else and be fine. I'm not there yet. And Dan says he's going to stay. And he's got Dan young puts kids his really family like front. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. family tour and how much this means to him and his family. And all this other. You know, Dan Lane's the kind of guy that has a second family somewhere. He's like that Hoover head coach in, in high school football. When you put your family that much under the lens, eesh, nah, something goofy going on there. Something goofy. But 37-year-old Lanning might be Bama's board for multiple reasons. He's composed. He's young. He's hungry. And this part's key. He has a defensive pedigree to maintain Saban's standard on that side of the ball. That's a good fucking point. They're not going to want just some badass offense and not have roll tide defense. The boosters are going to want to keep that kind of identity. Absolutely. But welcome to the fucking, you know, is the transfer portal closed, John? It's fucking closed, isn't it? The portal's closed. He did this after the portal closing, didn't he? Didn't he? The portal's, uh, is the portal closed? I believe it is. I'm pretty sure the portal's closed. Efforting. I'm almost positive it's fucking closed. Yeah, January 2nd. It closed January yeah, fucking yeah. 2nd. Oh, Nicky, Nicky. Tricky, Nicky. Smooth as ever. Smooth. Nick Saban. Wow. He's going to get a whole lot of Miss Terry. Have fun with that. Um, the roommate is texting me. Why am I screaming? And I'm saying, I'm creating art. Get her you, down. Get her down for some. Uh, we need her NFL predictions. Get her down no, there. No, she's. A, I'm cre- Stop it! I'm creating art. You square. That'll hurt her. Boom! Got her. She's definitely had a couple of glasses of wine. If you know what I mean. And don't worry. There's no solidarity when it comes to that in our marriage. It's definitely Shay. You have the problem. You're the fuck up. I will continue to judge you from the corner and the bottom of this Pinot Noir. Uh, okay, Saban's gone. Who the fuck is going to follow him? We covered that. My big thing is you never want to follow Saban. You want to follow the guy that fucks up after Saban. Because nobody is going to live up to Saban. Nobody's going to fill those shoes. Everybody knows it. And after three years, he's going to be fired. You want to fill the guy's shoes who fucked up after Saban. That's who you want to be. You never want to be the guy that follows somebody like that. I was like, you ain't, you ain't closing on an Elvis trick. You know, yeah, fuck all that. But wow, what's, what a fucking, whoo, what a story. Uh, college football playoffs. We're going to go over this real quick. Michigan man won, yada, yada. If J.J. McCarthy goes in the first three rounds of the draft, I'll be shocked and awed. 
poor Penix, his fucking man, talk about cratering. Of course, he saved every single incompletion of his career for the championship game and made every throw possible against the Longhorns. That was great to see him missing wide open receivers when he could not miss a single deep ball the entire game against the Longhorns. Thank you very much, Penix Jr., who's 23 with two blown out knees and a torn shoulder. I don't know. I mean, the guy looked like a god against Texas, but I don't know what the hell he's going to do with the NFL or where he's going to go. They were projecting him like the 10th, I think it was a 10th pick to the Falcons before the championship game. And that made sense to me, but I don't know what he's going to do after that. Um, but speaking, man, shit, fire, saving, just blowing my mind. Uh, moving on, though, to the big caboodle, the NFL. All right. Playoffs are here. It's happening. Cowboys are in, obviously. A couple other teams are in, yada, yada. But some news just came in over the wire before we recorded. Pete Carroll is stepping down from his head coaching responsibilities, but staying with the program. Pete Carroll, who's 72, acts like a fucking 22-year-old. It's insane how much testosterone and HGH this guy's got to be on. But it's got to be gobs and gobs of it. Uh, and everybody is thinking Dan Quinn is going to go and be the head coach, which wouldn't surprise me at all. Not one bit. It's only a matter of time before Dan Quinn gets another crack at being a head coach somewhere. He deserves it. He deserves it. Uh, he's got a great defense, and the guys love playing for him. I get it. I'm not sore about that shit whatsoever. Um, but I'm pretty sure whatever role Pete Carroll's going to have, I think every September 11th he should be banned from speaking to the media. I'm 95% sure he's a jet fuel, can't melt steel beams kind of guy. I'm not fucking positive. John, is this dude a truther? I forget. You're from up there. Yes. Yeah, so this is from, so I, I looked this up because I forgot, but so 2013, June. Uh, so this is mini camp. Right uh, Pete's got, Pete's got uh, a retired four-star general into the Seahawks facility to, you know, gas up the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy who is a retired former NFL linebacker, Ricky Ellison, I think he played for the Raiders for a while. He's friends with Carol. So, Okay. This linebacker's friends with his general, has him in. General sits down, I guess, after, you know, rallying the uh, the troops, as it were, the players at the camp. And apparently, Pete just starts laying into this four-star general with every 9-11 conspiracy you can think of. Shut the fuck asking up. Asking about all all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and I guess, I guess it got pretty heated. What? Uh, the, the general was like, you know... Uh, what, why are we, what? what? <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's the story that I just, uh, he grilled the general. He did. He, he grilled the general. This is another dude that should be a Senator. My God. Fucking Pete Carroll. What a nut. Steel beams and all. I love how and people are shitting all over Aaron Rodgers, and you know, half deservedly. So he, we all know he's a coy son of a bitch ever since his, I'm inoculated against the, the COVID shit went down when he pretended he got the vax and didn't. I called him a fucking coward then. Just say you didn't get the fucking vax, dude. Shut up. Quit being to be so fucking cute. And he's being cute with Kimmel and being a being a pedophile or being, you know, really what he said is he's worried. Kimmel's worried who's going to be on that list. 
or a lot of people are worried and Kimball's one of them type shit. So he had plausible deniability that he could say this or that. What I meant was, and of course he went that route. I didn't mean him specifically. I meant, you know, people. But at the same time, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel's talking shit about Aaron Rodgers not graduating from Cal. Motherfucker, you went to Arizona State after transferring from UNLV. You went to the capital of Herpagonosyphilates. Probably didn't catch nothing because you were fat and ugly back then before Hollywood's doctors got a hold of you. And you're talking shit about someone who went to Cal? Shut up, dude. Just shut the fuck up. This is the man show Jimmy Kimmel. For those of us old enough, before Jimmy Kimmel put on his oversized liberal pants, he was the man show. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Get the fuck off of your high horse, dude. You made your name and cut your teeth talking about big titties and blowjobs. Calm the fuck down. Relax. Like Aaron would say, right? R-E-L-A-X. He can spell that. Fuck it. That whole that whole kerfuffle is so corny to me. That it's just it's fucking boring. It's what's boring is everybody saying, "Oh my god, oh, ESPN is turning into Newsmax. Oh, the politics bleeding into sports now. Nobody cares." Blah 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 blah. Pat McAfee is a fucking maniac who talks about all kinds of shit. ESPN knew what they were getting into. They wanted to get a hold of this younger audience. Whether you like McAfee or not, he's never been shy about talking shit. That's just kind of the way it is. And ESPN is getting in bed with somebody who has to pay Aaron Rodgers to show up for a weekly segment, which got canceled, by the way. Aaron Rodgers is no more. Pat McAfee is the one that said, you know, we, we have freedom of speech, but not freedom from consequences. So he, he tucked his tail and ran, too. That $85 million fucking deal he had came screaming at his accountants. They told him to shut the fuck up. So, you know, that whole thing is just corny as hell. I got Jimmy Kimmel putting on airs like he's some kind of fucking, give me a break, man, show. Shut the fuck up, fucking Shay, nerd. I saw something, though, that Aaron Rodgers' deal was only through the regular season. Like, he, uh, he comes on every week, and some people were saying it's over. I don't know if it's canceled. I don't know if you saw anything to the... You know, I the, saw the other way, say, but... I saw it. I saw a Twitter thing saying, well, that's over, type shit. Okay. From Pat. Do you think, though, that, like, I mean, Pat is visibly uncomfortable at some of the shit that Roger says. I don't think that he's, like, having Aaron on there and he's happy that Aaron's trolling everybody and their mother either. I mean, I, I, I don't think that Pat dislikes all of it, but I don't know. It's interesting watching his body language through some of these, like, rants. <laughs> Suggesting somebody's a pedophile is the worst thing the dude has said or probably could fucking say. Like, all the other stuff was kind of like, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but the conspiracy theorists have been right, and COVID sucks, and the vaccines suck more, and all this other shit, which has kind of been, you know, whatever. It is what it is. There are a lot of people I know that talk like that. That's not a big fucking deal. A lot of people I'm related to talk like that. Like, that's it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't give a shit what anybody says. But the pedophile thing was, that's, woo, you're jumping over a fucking line there. But at the same time, Jimmy Kimmel's a fucking dork. And if he had any testicular fortitude, he'd say, I'm going to fucking fight you. But he went on a fucking monologue instead. I mean, that this is the same Jimmy Kimmel that said, if you're unvaccinated, you shouldn't even get a hospital bed. And good luck dying, essentially. So let's just fucking all stop defending Jimmy fucking Kimmel when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and the Epstein. Fucking relax. Calm the fuck down. 
It ain't that serious. Jimmy Kimmel is not the fucking hill you want to die on. That dude's got skeletons all over the fucking closet. Can't imagine how much he had to settle out of court with the hashtag Me Too movement coming down the pipe. But neither here nor there. Um, college football's done. NFL playoffs. Let's go. All right. Miami at Kansas City. Kansas City minus four. Coldest game of all time is a prediction. You got Tyreek Hill going back to KC. I fucking like Kansas City, even though two is awful in the fucking snow. Don't care. Rams of the Lions. The fucking NFL riders sure did dial this one up because now we got Stafford going back to Detroit. Detroit's minus three. I like the Rams. I don't know what's wrong with me. Eagles, Bucks. I love the Bucks. I love the Packers in. Throwing it out. Uh, Stillers, Bills. Bills laying 10. I'm on it. Browns, Texans. And this is the fucking tricky one for me because they're both feel-good stories. You got Joe Flacco coming off the couch. Leaving the school drop-off line, getting a phone call. Now he's a quarterback. You got the Texans with D'Amico Ryans, C.J. Stroud. I guess it's like the first time since 2012 that a rookie head coach and quarterback had made the playoffs. That's fucking cool. I like seeing that. Uh, but I think the Browns are going to win, plus two and a half. I like that. Uh, but, but, yeah, and then we got the Cowboys. Cowboys are laying seven and a half against Green Bay at Dallas. If the Cowboys don't you know, win this game and dominate, it's the only thing you're going to hear about for the next week, right? We all know that. It's going to be wall-to-wall coverage of the Cowboys not living up to expectations. Heaven forbid Dak has a bad game. It'll be a nightmare. Speaking of nightmares, do you see the fucking Pro Bowl? Micah Parsons did not make the Pro Bowl. Micah fucking Parsons didn't make the Pro Bowl. What, what the fuck? That's neither here nor there. But Give me a freaking break. That's bullshit. But if the Cowboys do win, if the Cowboys do win, and they fucking should, but if they do win, this will be the least talked about game of the playoff slate. Cowboys are supposed to win, yada, yada, yada. Cowboys lose, it's wall-to-wall coverage. I mean, this is this is Mike McCarthy going back, playing Green Bay. And I put this on the Twitter, but the Dallas chat was going crazy about this. And the first question they had to ask was, how bad is Mike McCarthy's stress eating right now? And will that affect his game-time decision-making process? I don't know. I think it's bad. I think it's real bad. Is he just focusing on beer brats and cheese curds because of the Wisconsin connection? Or is he trying to avoid that at all costs because of the Wisconsin connection? I'm scared. Did he get Culver's custard flown in from the upper Midwest to make him feel at home in Dallas? Or is he only eating Whataburger and Sonic all week? These are the kind of questions that Shane every podcast Ask the hard-hitting questions, y'all. Appreciate everything you do for me, which is absolutely fucking nothing. Uh, the next subject we have, I have circled here. A lot of asterisks, John. I don't know if the sponsors are ready for this one. Uh, the Jewish tunnels in Crown Heights. So- <laughs> Hold on. Let me – can I add the lawyer, can I add the show's lawyer to the chat here? Yeah. Well, he might know something about the tunnels, actually. Ask him about the group chat. Uh, I regret opening my mouth. Yeah. So, there's a uh, some Hasidic uh, Jews in uh, Brooklyn got caught digging tunnels underneath Temple, the Shabbat, so to speak. Um, and the ADL was seen throwing the laptop across the fucking room saying, are you kidding me? They got you coming out of a sewer. This is not great for the Jewish community. I got to say, the memes on the Twitter 
have been fast and furious. <clears throat> but apparently they were trying to like expand uh, the temple or something like underground or maybe it was COVID or some shit. I don't really know. I don't really care. I just thought it was fucking hilarious that Hasidic Jews were rioting inside of a temple and the cops had to arrest them without it causing a huge scene. I mean, this is pure Americana right here. You get this nowhere else, folks. Nowhere else. I just had to mention it because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Um, but speaking of hilarious, woo-wee, the man named Bill Ackerman and a subject called plagiarism that I want to get into a little bit. So Claudine Gay, the first black president of Harvard, I think, first female black for sure, uh, had to step down because of the plagiarism, not because she thinks Jews suck, but because of the plagiarism, right? And Bill Ackerman went to Harvard. He's worth billions. He's a hedge fund guy or whatever. Some, you know, whatever the fuck. And he kind of led the charge with destroying her for the plagiarism and exposing it because she was saying, you know, anti-Semitism at Harvard depends on the context, blah, 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 blah. So he just took this ball and ran with it. We'll come to find out his wife, who went to MIT and did a dissertation, PhD thesis, whatever the hell they call it. She got caught plagiarizing from Wikipedia, right? The Business Insider does some article. Business Insider sucks. The Business Insider does an article and gives him like half an hour to respond. And this guy goes on Twitter and he writes like a fucking 2,000 word essay. This is why it's bullshit. My wife's the best. You're coming from my family. The next day he's on Twitter talking about he just got the phone with like the parent company that owns Business Insider and they're going to look into it and their methods and all this other bullshit. So just so we're clear, if you or I get smoked by Business Insider because of some bullshit we did or said or were involved with, there's no phone call or Twitter thread we could post that gets the parent company of said journalist on the phone with you. To correct the record or give you a shot at correcting the record. Heaven fucking forbid the journalists act like journalists and not cave to a billionaire. I mean, God bless him. I think Ackerman's got a lot of really good points. But it ain't if it ain't the fucking height of hilarity that your wife got busted doing some plagiaristicism shit after the fucking rant you went on the last two weeks. Come on, it's too good. It's too fucking sweet. I can taste it. Too fucking sweet. This is the world we live in now. This is the shit I'm talking about. I mean, this is the shit, and I was saying this last week. This is the shit that'll radicalize you. This is why people get radicalized. I I was tweeting it last week. Jameel Hill was talking about Harvard never found Claudine Gay doing the plagiarism. Yes, they fucking did. But this is the kind of shit that'll radicalize me. This is what makes me crazy. They got, they got... Kids getting kicked out of school in Queens because the migrants need somewhere to sleep during the storm. So now these kids are virtually learning because migrants who are claiming asylum but aren't really asylum seekers need a place to live. This is the shit that'll radicalize you. This is why this country's cracking at the fucking seams because they're staring you in the face and they're lying to you. They don't give a shit about you and they think you're stupid. That's the fact. They all think we're stupid. Maybe we're just fed the fuck up. Maybe that. So everything's cracking like an egg. 
Speaking of cracking like an egg, I got some fucking odds here for... Here we go. Presidential fucking odds. All right. So, Trump.com is to win the actual presidency uh, plus 240. All right. Here we go. Odds checker. This is odds checker. I don't know where you can get down on these, but this is odds checker. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Futures. Joe Biden's plus 225. My bad. Trump's plus 158. But those aren't even the best bets. Nikki Haley plus 950. Just so we're clear, here's my prediction. Here's my fucking prediction. Trump gets fucking convicted or something or other in a state. In Georgia or Fulton County, whatever it is. And they can't, you know, wave that shit. Nobody's going to, you can't clear him. It's a state charge. you got fed powers. You can't fucking, you can't. So he's going to be barred from winning election. Right. So I don't think Trump's even going to make it to the fucking victory dance. I don't think he's going to be allowed to. I think Joe Biden bows out. And he doesn't bow out now because they want to avoid another Bernie Sanders situation. So they're they're just pretending that there isn't a fucking, you know, primary. Kamala Harris is going to try and get it. But at the Democratic National Convention, Big Gretch, Big Gretch Whitmer is going to get the nominee. And right now she is plus 10,900. 10,900 just to be the Democratic fucking nominee. That is a good bet. Get down on that. The other bet that I love, Republican Vice President Vivek Ramazawamazamazi is plus 720. Now, we all know Vivek ain't running for president. He's running for vice president. That's what's happening right now. He's saying the craziest shit in the world. You know what? He makes a lot of fucking sense on a lot of things. People are becoming single-issue voters when it comes to the border. Wake up. That's happening. But Vivek Ramazawamazamazi is plus 720 as a VP. I like those odds. I like those odds a lot. Elise Stefanik, plus 700. I don't like that. Tucker Carlson, plus 1650. You know, it actually makes sense if his Tucker was actual president and Trump was the vice president. Can you be a vice president if you're a felon? I don't know. But what it makes... No? Damn. You can be Speaker of the House as a felon, though, right? Wait a minute. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can be Speaker of the House as a felon. What happens if you're the number three in line? Oh, I'm sorry. Vice President. Yes. Yes, you, you can. can. Oh, there you yeah. go. So what happens if the president gets killed and the vice president's a felon? Is that a constitutional crisis? Huh. Well, what would make sense is if they just did a Putin thing where, where you know, Putin was president and then prime minister and then prime minister and then president with whatever his name was, Medvedev. They should just do that with Trump. So Trump would just be the vice president, but really run shit. We're in a great place if we're following Russia's political model. Oh, yeah, we're there. I think this is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're home free. Finally, this is what gets us to the path of a new American Caesar. We just need a benevolent dictator to take over, suspend democracy, suspend the Bill of Rights, shut down the border, nationalize all transportation. No foreign wars. Let's go. Let's fucking go. All public resources are nationalized. Drill, baby, drill. Free water, free electricity, free oil. 
free health care, free schooling, free four-year schools. That's it. That's fucking it. You keep Americans fat and happy, there will be zero revolution. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit about democracy. People don't care. They care about making enough money to have a good time and making sure their kids don't grow up in a shithole. That's it. That's fucking it. Democracy isn't real. Voting's a fucking myth. None of it counts. Anyway, if you want to bet on Joe Biden to win the presidency, I think you're a fool. But uh, actually, I, I just think it's an awful bet. I don't like it. Joe Biden plus 225. I'm not there, man. I'm not there. Gavin Newsom plus 2200. I don't think he can win a, a nationwide national election. Kamala Harris is plus 6,900. Same as Ron DeSantis. Zero chance Kamala makes it. I would vote for Ron. I would vote for Ron. I would. I would do it. I don't. I can't vote for Joe. Won't do it. Is the, bet, is the bet to win the election or like is the bet who is president in? Well, that's a good question. Are bets voided if, if democracy is suspended? Well, I'm thinking. What if you like, assume power? Kamala is a great bet at those odds if it's just who is president in, you know, because Joe kicks the can, you know what I'm saying? Uh, That's smart, actually. It's not a bad bet, plus 6,900. It says election winner, though. Yeah, never mind. It says election winner. Forget it. They got you. I will never vote for Nikki Haley, ever, ever. Neocons must be written to the history books and never come up again. I would vote for Ron. I would not vote for Joe. I would not vote for Gavin. I would not vote for Kamala. I would campaign for Gretchen Whitmer. The the border and like the, the woke shit scare me, but everything else I love about Big Gretch. She's the best. She dominated Michigan, dude. Dominated. A lot more union jobs. Love it. Kicking ass. Taking names. Uh, yeah. But that's that. Man, Big Gretch. I wish. Anyway. Pete Carroll's a 9-11 truther. Dan Quinn is probably going to be the head coach. Saban is gonzo. Jewish tunnels are hilarious. Jim Harbaugh is a Michigan man. Jim Harbaugh is also gone. He's fucking gone. Uh, the Bears didn't fire Everfluss, which fucking shocked me. But they fired their OC. Um, Indianapolis, they could shove whoever the head coach is there. I don't even know. They could shove him out of the way. L.A. Rams with Herbert. I would love that if I were Harbaugh. Uh, but he wants to win a Super Bowl. And I don't blame him. Harbaugh wants to win the Super Bowl, and he is gone from Michigan. You heard it here first. Bill Ackerman is fucking hilarious and very sensitive. Uh, McAfee and Rodgers have broken up for the time being. We have migrants in Queens high schools. And the Cowboys are laying seven and a half against the pack. What I miss, John? When's our D-Gen of the year pod? Mm, fuck. Oh, man, I just, oh, athletic light just went up my nose. It's fake beer. Tastes great, though, man. You know, my kids think I'm, like, way worse of an alcoholic than I am because they see me drinking these fucking things all the time. I never even really drank beer in front of them. I would just, you know, have, like, tequila and shit or wine when the roommate was pouring it, which was every night. Um, anyway. Uh, pot. Yeah, DJ of the Year. Actually, this, I met, this is another fucking bullet point I got. DJ of the year, I need y'all to uh, submit DJs, please, at Shane Irving on the Twitter or Shane Irving, the number one, Shane Irving one at gmail.com. Um, there's a lot of 
fucking shit I got to get to on that thing. But submit your DJ of the Year nominees, and then we'll have a poll with the voting. Send us links, too, to uh, yes. verify your claims, please. Yes, we need links. We can't just say, hey, remember that guy? <laughs> remember that guy who ran over that duck? And Travis from your frat is not <laughs> So, like, send us real <laughs> shit. Right. We need stories and links. But, yeah, when Hammer's back, we'll absolutely run through that. Whenever the fuck that is, I don't know. show's going pretty well without him. How about last week and your boy from the PN Dubs? Isn't he the best? He's great. It was good. He, was a good, uh, good guy. He's very rattled today, though, because he's a oh. Seahawks guy with the Pete Carroll thing. So does um, he know this is Pete's nine eleven truth? Or I feel like that would not make him happy. Oh, he'd love that. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, Luke and I are journalists, which are it, sure, it's just sure. it's it's Big storytelling. J. It's Big storytelling, J. and what yeah. what better story is there than a head NFL coach who you know reportedly longboards to work and fucking. <laughs> Chomps on double bubble bubble gum like it's fucking a cacao leaf. Just being like, well, cacao. Did those towers fall down because of those planes? Or I can't believe he grilled a four star general. Four stars. Yeah, I I mean, in Pete's mind, you got to think he's like Pete's. Like, well, you know, three star and up, they tell him everything. This guy's got to know. Oh, by the way, I was thinking about this in the car today. Conspiracy theories that we think are true, or that I think are true. UFOs could be its are own real. Pod, actually, could be its own pod. Could be its own pod. It could be UFOs Episode, are real. I mean. COVID came from a lab, right? Those are two. What was the other one yep. I was thinking of? Uh, I don't Damn know, it. man. It's hard to keep up with your conspiracies. I know. Fuck. Hammer. This is why I need hammer. This is why I need hammer. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out next week. But uh, Hamalama Ding Dong will be back, hopefully, one day. Um, and do the Patreon, at Shea and Irving. i got to pay for these athletic lights. They're 13 bucks for a six-pack, and I'm going through a six-pack every two days. So help a brother out. They're only 25 calories. Uh, and I'm taking my meds. Haven't had an episode in two months, y'all. Get it in! Finding out how